Welcome all you Plus 2 Comedy Modifiers to another episode of the Plus 2 Comedy Podcast. I'm your poorly framed host, TV's Noah Houlihan. That doesn't make sense if you're not watching on YouTube. And before we get to our fantastic episode with Alex Reale returning to the podcast, I gotta tell you about some upcoming shows, because this very weekend, that's June 8th through the 10th, we're heading to Atlantic City for Anime Next. So come see us as we do stand-up, we do Game the Gamer, we do Beyond the Tentacle, I haven't done that one in a while, and more, cosplay pro wrestling. So come see us at Anime Next. For more information, go to AnimeNext.org. Also, we are heading back to Too Many Games in the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks, Pennsylvania. We'll be doing stand-up, Game the Gamer, and more cosplay pro wrestling, because it's 8-Bit Mania. So please, come see us at Too Many Games. That's June 22nd through the 24th. For more information, go to TooManyGames.com. We're also heading back to DexCon in July. DexCon runs from July 4th through the 8th that starts on a Wednesday, ends on a Sunday. It is the greatest tabletop convention I have personally ever been to. So come check out DexCon in Morristown, New Jersey. It is worth it, trust me. It's one of my favorite cons to go to and just chill. So if you want to chill with me and also see some fun stuff, come to DexCon. For more information, go to dexposure.com. Also, we're happy to announce we are going back to Mag Labs. The incredible Mag Labs will be September 7th through the 9th in the Hilton Alexandria Mark Center in Alexandria, Virginia. So please come and see us. We're not sure what we're doing yet. It's still being figured out, but it's going to be a fantastic time at Mag Labs. For more information, go to labs.magfest.org. And now, without any further ado, take it away. Who's ready for a podcast? <laughs> awesome. Who's here to do other things currently being annoyed by a podcast? I love you guys. This is the Plus Two Comedy Podcast coming to you live from Gamers Vault. I'm your host as always, TV's Noah Houlihan. I forgot to give the address. That's 175 Route 70 in Medford, New Jersey. I'm your host as always, TV's Noah Houlihan. And I am joined as always by the Evie to my Pikachu, Mr. Will Liam. How you doing, Will? I don't know if I understand that. Did you not see the new games? No. There's Pikachu Go and Eevee Go now. They're going to be on the Switch and they're going to be compatible with Go. In what way? How you doing, Will? (laughs) (laughs) The only video game news I got was Fallout 76 and I don't like it. Our guest this week... (laughs) is an author, and I realized that you told me what the books were, but you didn't tell me the titles. So the author of Dodger's Doorway and Others. <laughs> Please give it up for Alex Reale. Thanks for having me, Noah. Yeah, enjoy that woo. <laughs> I will. <laughs> Alex, thank you so much for coming back on the show. I believe you were episode number eight of this wow. show. And now here you are over 200 episodes later. Thank you so much for coming back. And uh, you've gone from having one book to four, which is pretty good. Do those books uh, have names? Yes, because <laughs> yeah, I sure don't know them. <laughs> yeah, so um, I had Dodger's Doorway. That was my first young adult fantasy novel. Then I wrote the sequel, Return to Story World. Excuse me. And I wrote two kids' books in the past year. Um, one's called Only One Samantha, and the other is From Zero to Hero. And uh, they're kids' coloring storybooks. Yeah, based off of the popular Hercules song, Zero to Hero. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> excellent, excellent. It's exact it. See, I figured only one Samantha was based off of the Jet, Lu- Jet Li action movie, uh, The One. 
<laughs> it was just Samantha killing all killing other Samanthas, Samanthas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> becoming more powerful. <laughs> yeah. My favorite part is when Samantha grabs two motorcycles and sandwiches. <laughs> Jason Statham. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I love that movie. <laughs> it is my favorite, favorite Jet Li movie. Early, early Hollywood Statham. Yes. Uh, not to take the, the, the conversation immediately to a dark place, but did you guys know that Jet Li is like a frail man now? I saw. It's oh. terrible. It's so sad. Is he dis- I didn't know which one was him in the picture. Is he diseased? Yeah. He's diseased. He oh. is, in fact, it's, he can't eat food or something? Uh, I thought it was like a back thing, but he looks... Perhaps. <laughs> which is the well, opposite. I said tummy, and you said back. <laughs> Research department, we're calling on you early. Uh, we need to know what's wrong with Jet Li. All right, oh, research happening? department is on it. Either way, he's not healthy. Yeah, he's not a healthy man at the moment. Front, back. Yeah, yeah, that's all the parts. <laughs> all the sides, top, bottom. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear his sides are pretty bad. <laughs> it's not funny, but it's, not, oh, it's no. super sad. But this is how I deal with tragedy. <laughs> uh, all right, good night. <laughs> uh, but uh, what are the, uh, excuse me? Uh, what made you switch to children's books? Um, I honestly can't remember what gave me like the idea initially. I think I think it just I just had the story like in my mind, and I was like, "Oh, let's give this a try, see if it works." So, um, yeah, I came up with the story for only one Samantha, and I spoke to an artist friend of mine. I, I think you know him, Ben Fiddler. <laughs> oh, I know Ben Fiddler. I love Ben Fiddler. Yeah, he did the artwork. Did a great job. Only one Samantha. Oh wow, really? I didn't uh, know that. Oh, absolutely. He did a fantastic job, and I think the artworks definitely contribute to most of the popularity and um it was such a hit i decided to write another kid's book i gave another artist friend of mine a chance to shine and i think i might do another one eventually oh cool good stuff i hate to interrupt you yeah i know we have news from the research department (laughs) hyperthyroidism i thought that made people yeah it's the opposite of hypothyroidism yes okay yes so every Okay, it causes osteoporosis. So couldn't he just eat a lot? I, I mean, I bet he's trying, <laughs> but it's difficult. He's a very small man. <laughs> so I guess he's not going to be Expendables 4? Uh, hopefully not. Yeah, I don't think those movies are good anyway. Yeah. The next one was supposed to be the all-girls. It was supposed to be Expendables. Uh, that could With be. Meryl Streep. Mer- Meryl Streep, Ronda Rousey. Uh, Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz was supposed to be in there. Uh, Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan, of course. <laughs> uh, Ellen Ripley. Uh, Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> it was supposed to. It was supposed to be real good, but it just vanished. Well, because they didn't want to ruin people's adulthoods. Yeah, <laughs> ruin my adulthood. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if there's any kids that are like, The Expendables is my childhood favorite movie. <laughs> Well, if you think about it, they came out in 2010, so, like, yeah. kids yeah. now, like, if they saw when they're 10, not saying yeah. they should have, no. but... Yeah, they're 18, they're 18 now. Now. Yeah. Yeah, that could ruin their child. They're like, my dad loves this awful movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's all these really old people. <laughs> yeah, it's a bunch of old dudes. <laughs> and Antonio Banderas, for some reason. Yeah. He is technically old. You, you can't tell it from his immortal face, but... I think he's like 70. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Alex, let's talk about your books. Yeah. <laughs> Can't carry it away. Get, before I get distracted again. What is Only One Samantha about? <laughs> well, you explained. It's uh, a script I nailed from it. one. Perfect. <laughs> she goes around trying to kill other Samanthas. 
<laughs> no. It's a kid's book. <laughs> no, so it's about this girl. Uh, she dresses weird, and she wears, like, different outfits each day. And I do that. <laughs> and kids make fun of her, but she's like, no, For I'm going to be myself. changing her clothes every day? Like, wearing weird stuff. No, like she I wears, like, a dinosaur outfit. And, oh, like, that's uh, dope. <laughs> and she gets made fun of, but then she, like, her teacher kind of sports her and is like, hey, be well, yourself. she's a dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. And um, it's just like embracing being unique and being yourself. Like, don't care about what other people think. And cool. that's what makes you special. Awesome. Awesome. And what about Zero to Hero? Uh, it's this kid. He wants to be a hero, but he feels like he can't because he's in a wheelchair. But oh, he finds okay. out that you don't have to be like Batman or like someone super strong or anything you to be You could be, be Oracle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oracle's pretty badass. I mean. Or- but, um, Oracle is legitimately one of my favorite characters in the DC universe because both Barbara Gordon and Bruce Wayne has ended up in a wheelchair, <laughs> but Batman had to get out of the wheelchair to be relevant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what a great... I realized, I was like, what a great story that would be if he was just using his detective brain yeah. to help other people. I was like, oh, and... Him not doing that is what ruined Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you gotta punk. Yeah, you gotta be. You gotta punch people if you're gonna be Batman. But Barbara Gordon's still helpful. You guys so. are giving away the ending to my stories. Am I? Am I? I'm nailing. We're just nailing. He gets this. out of the wheelchair, starts beating the crap out of Tom Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> I believe we did this last time you were on the show. Is we were just kind of making goofy jokes about your book, and they ended up being correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, but, so what happens to Dodger in in the sequel? So in the sequel, it takes place ten years later, um, and it's a murder mystery. So this time, um, he's recruited to help out solve a murder, and he works with some new characters like Sherlock Holmes. Um, no, I think he's an old character. Uh, N- new to Dodger. New to, uh, okay. Yeah, yes. New to the story. Yeah. <laughs> um, William a- Tell. You know yeah. some. I'm guessing every character is roughly 125 years old. You know, past that public domain line. <laughs> Pretty much. They're just conveniently without copyright. Because well, this is starting to sound like an awesome League of Extraordinary Gentlemen type thing. That's one of the uh, inspirations, definitely. Oh, that. I like William Tell as like a green arrow. Well, it's a little twist. It's actually William Tell's daughter, Ooh. but I won't give it away too much. Okay. Um, she's pretty bad- badass, yeah. Cool. Will Mattel. And... Uh, I recently saw a film, and I couldn't help but think about you because I know that a lot of you know public domain characters uh, show up in Dodger's doorway. Uh, did you see the new Mummy? I did not. Uh, I did. The, the whole time they were talking about the Dark Universe, I was like, Alex Reale was doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I I have been interested though. Like, I, I think that's pretty cool. Like, I think Russell Crowe played Doctor Hyde or yeah, Mister Hyde, Mister right? Hyde or Doctor Jekyll. He, he did both. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, they're the same character. It's horrendous. It is a horrendous film. I figured as much. I mean, I hashtag not my mummy. Yes, it's not Brendan yeah, Fraser. Not Brendan Fraser. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's the only mummy movie. There was no mummy movies before <laughs> the Brendan Fraser movie. <laughs> Nothing. It Nor was Mummy, be, Mummy yeah. Returns, and that's yes, it. Yes, that's it. Nothing after that. I, but literally I don't nothing. even like Returns that much. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to count the third? Mummy nothing Tomb after of Returns. the Dragon Emperor? Jet Li's in, man. And he's a very frail <laughs> man. <laughs> that's why he's a mummy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's still, still method acting that one, it turns out. That oh. movie had yetis. 
did it have Yetis? Yeah, I saw that in theaters. Oh my goodness. <laughs> remember remember when you would just go see a bad movie in theaters? <laughs> there was no Rotten Tomatoes. You didn't know it was a bad movie. No. There was a time where we're like, this movie's gonna be terrible and we're seeing it opening night. I'm still upset we didn't go see Jennifer's body when it came out. It wasn't I the movie has some virtues. I think it's like one of those I think it's fun. Not like yeah, I want to watch this over and over, but fun just because, like, Diablo Cody's writing, like, it's hard to describe, but she has a very distinct style of writing. It's right. like, kids don't talk this way. This is how, like, they <laughs> wish they talked. <laughs> yeah, I love any, like, media that clearly has its own language, like Juno. Yeah. Like, nobody talks like that. I got a hamburger phone. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. This is one do- this one skillet that can't be undoodled, I think is a line. Shut in up, that Dwight. Movie. Yeah, yes. Dwight says it. <laughs> no, that's a diddle that can't be undid. A diddle? Because she keeps shaking the pregnancy. It might be a doodle. Like an Etch-a-Sketch. Yeah. Doodle. Oh, oh, it actually He's... makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that... But it took three grown men and a discussion. <laughs> no, it took two grown men to explain it to you. <laughs> Research department knew it immediately, just so you guys know. <laughs> she's not mic'd, but she's bragging. But the point stands that no one talks that way. No one talks it's a, that yeah. It's a g- all right line. But. All right. I'll, I'll be sure to throw it out there next time I see someone shaking something a they don't like. A pregnancy test. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or a baby, just anything. <laughs> well, then it is undone. <laughs> <laughs> so, Alex. <laughs> and there goes the stream. <laughs> We're just going to giggle for the rest of the time. I believe your first episode was very giggly as well. Oh, yeah. It it was a fun time, and this is shaping up to be just as fun. Yeah. I mean, like, back in the days when we used to do comedy together, you were always one of my favorite people to hang out with, and now we hang out never. So it's great to have you back on the show. I mean, Jersey, it's... uh... Are you in Jersey? I thought you were over the bridge. No, my girlfriend does live in Jersey, and... That's all I'm gonna say. About all that. you, all you, you. Every time you say Jersey, and then you just stop. Yeah, because it's just it's like painful. it's Beetlejuice. <laughs> I can't say it three times in a row. <laughs> no, Jersey's all right, I guess. No, oh, no. Um, now time. Chris Christie's here. <laughs> just for the whole like, I don't know. Didn't the Jersey Shore close down recently? All of like it? The whole thing? Well, not all of it. <laughs> or the show. I mean, well, they're having a reunion, so I could totally believe the beaches were like, mm-mm. <laughs> we're closed. Yeah. Well, one of the shores just closed. Like, I saw a news thing because there's, like, bacteria or, like, sewage that got washed up, like, in one of the areas. And... The, that's okay. true. All right. Well, that's further. That's, isn't that, that's, like, northern problems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They care about the sewage in their water. <laughs> yeah. Like in Atlantic City, where we're like, yeah, just push it aside. <laughs> Let a jellyfish eat it. That's yeah, what happens to fine. it, right? <laughs> they eat cans and bottles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Like, that's why they call them the goat of the sea. <laughs> yes, exactly. The jellyfish. <laughs> so these are all independently published, right? Yes. I'm the, I'm the best at segues. <laughs> yeah, uh, I self-published all of them uh, through CreateSpace. It's a like subsidiary of Amazon, so okay, very easy to do. A little expensive, but it's pretty cool. Like having that control of everything, distribution, marketing, everything's in your hands. It is yeah. difficult though, like getting exposure. Yeah, That's like the one bad thing about it, I'd imagine. I mean, because the the advice I heard 
for if you're going to release a book on Amazon was to set five thousand dollars aside to buy your own book. This way, you're one of the best sellers. It's like, oh, one that shows that not a lot of people are buying books. That it only <laughs> takes five thousand dollars for you to be one of the top sellers. <laughs> but yeah, that that was the advice I remember reading. I was like, oh, hmm, that's weird. See, the advice I read was take your book, go to Barnes and Noble, put it on the shelf. Because apparently, wait, no, 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 what? This is like someone actually did this. They they tested because they have barcodes on the back of them, and they wondered, oh well, it's scanned with like a Barnes and Noble like checkout, right? So they planted it. They had a friend go in and take it to the counter, check it out, scanned and register and everything, even though like it's not in Barnes and Noble system. Like it has an ISBN. It yeah, but like you're not seeing any of that money, right? I, I mean, you had to get that book from somewhere. Like, what does it come up as? Is- this doesn't make any sense. I, that was, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't tried it. I saw it in an article. Someone said it worked. I guess it's like a good way to get exposure, but I don't know. Like you said, like to I don't that know one, to that to your friend, friend. One pretty, yeah, that you had go the buy it. <laughs> Who's I, now out five ninety nine <laughs> to so, a cashier yeah. that I think is just. I don't think anything came up on that computer. I think Boop, it, it was valid twenty dollars. Yeah, just me that. Yeah. Someone's going to be in trouble for being short. Ka-ching! <laughs> Did you just make that with your mouth? <laughs> no, that's the noise it makes. Yeah. Go away now. Take your book. Just leave. <laughs> and take your own book. <laughs> There's no loss. You know your face is on this, yeah. right? You paid with a debit card. I watched you sign this name. It matches the signature on the front of the book. And it's also to yourself. <laughs> All right, so that's one one good plan. <laughs> well, do you have any advice for someone that's looking to self-publish? <laughs> Don't try the Barnes and Noble trick, apparently. <laughs> we, we well, you haven't tried it. Jokes. Yeah. Um, advice I would give is market the hell out of it. Blast it on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Like, I don't think I would have as many sales if it wasn't for social media. Honestly, mm-hmm. like that's. As much as I hate it, social media is the <laughs> yeah. key to making you sales. It. Mm-hmm. It's you gotta you gotta be a social media guru nowadays. Yeah, and I still give your book away a lot when I do Reddit exchanges. I saw that. <laughs> that was very touching that you did that, honestly. <laughs> and people tell me like, "Oh, I gave your only one Samantha to my child for Christmas. They love it." And oh, that's awesome. You know, that's it's, it's worth it. Yeah. So what's next? Do you know? You got any ideas doing back there? Um, I'd like to do more kids' books. I definitely have ideas brewing. Um, I have two more books planned in the series for Dodger's Doorway. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, that's all I have for now. Um, maybe some side projects here or there, but those are the two paths I want to take for now. Yeah, cool. Way cool. You know, if you need, uh, illustrators, me and Will will gladly do it. We're not good. I was going to say, like, are you guys... No, I, not at all. I have a style that people like. Yes. <laughs> are you Ben Fiddler level? Mm, I don't know. How uh, much do you like stick figures? Oh, I draw a mean <laughs> stick figures. <laughs> I mean, it could work. It could be... <laughs> yeah. We're, they're they're, not, say, they're not on the same level as XKCD, but they are pretty good stick figures. They can be stories about Chet Lee. Yeah, exactly. I He's a very exclusively man right drew. I because I didn't use. I cannot draw on it and have no artistic uh, ability in that medium. But I used to draw a lot of comics with my stick figures, uh, and they were very violent. 
<laughs> as violent as you can get with stick figures. Oh yeah, like blood just gushing out, gushing out of a line. Yeah. Wow. But they'd like wear clothes and stuff. I don't. Well, <laughs> they would just so. be loosely hanging off <laughs> of yeah. sticks. I thought it was all skin tight. Just <laughs> <laughs> gotta look real hard. <laughs> kind of see it. Yeah, you and I, neither of us can draw, and yet both of us had web comics mm-hmm. at some point in our lives. Yeah, you can do anything you want, kids. <laughs> just not well. Yeah, you can just do go it. on the internet and do whatever. <laughs> Doesn't mean it's good. You can honestly. There's a, okay. <laughs> speaking of self-published, yes. there's someone. Never think an idea is too silly. There's someone who has probably made a fortune off of like dinosaur erotica. Mm-hmm. On Amazon, there's dinosaur erotica. It was like taken by the T Rex. Now this is a, a story. A it's book? like a series of books, ebooks, and this mm. is uh, dinosaurs only. It's dinosaurs and humans. Ah. And the cover Ooh. is like a buff guy with like a pterodactyl draping its wing over him, huh. and they they make bank. Look it up. Taken like taken by the T Rex. Yeah, I believe you. What was it like? Violated by the Velociraptor, stuff like that. I'm a big fan of alliteration. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what sells. It's like I know that there's a dinosaur webcomic that uses the same picture. Every single time. Because he's just this one picture, he changes the speech bubbles, and he sold a book. <laughs> yeah. Don't work, kids. Just find that one thing. <laughs> Make your dreams come true. I picked the wrong career path. Yeah, we all did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> look at look at this. <laughs> look at the Empire Plus Two comedy is built. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm so- kind of proud of some of the stuff we've done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm I'm in a I'm in a mood. I apologize. Clearly, yes. So let's geek out. That usually makes me happy. We like to geek out in this show. We do with a, a little segment we like to call "What You Watching, What You Reading, What You Playing." It's where we talk about what we're watching, what we're reading, what we're playing. Alex, you're new to the group. Well, kind of new. Returning. Returning to the group. What have you been watching? You watching anything good? Um. So I've actually been binging Scrubs. Um. I never oh, watched really? it before. Yeah. My girlfriend loves it. And she gave me the DVDs, and I've been watching. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the Empire. <laughs> Empire we built. It's all gone. Avenge me. <laughs> I hope that sound came across. There was a bang. If you didn't hear it, there was a bang. Speaking of bullet wounds. <laughs> so, Scrubs. Um, but yeah, I've been watching. I'm at season eight, which I know is like towards the end, um, and I like it. It's a very well written show, and mm-hmm. I feel kind of um, I can't think of the word, but I feel I'm, I'm kind of upset that I missed it, like in its heyday. Yeah, well, to be fair, everyone did. Yeah, nobody cared about Scrubs until it until it started showing up in syndication on Comedy Central. <laughs> fair enough. And that's when everyone got on the train and was like, "Where have we been?" It's uh, yeah, it's I uh, like I was kind of kind of put it off because I just thought I was like, oh, this is goofy. But no, it's like a very like clever show. Like just the writing is just it kind of blows me away sometimes, like what they do on it, like the Wizard of Oz episode. Yeah, was Wizard good. of Oz is really good episode. Yeah, I think that was like the hundredth. It was directed by Zach Braff. Like, I, yeah, I thought it was that one very is a good. brilliant episode. Season eight, I believe, is the last season before the ABC switch. Yeah. OK. Or it's the last one before the interns. Yeah, the new, oh, no, the new so breed. This is the last season. Yeah, like, yeah. Like the janitor. That, don't. I, I, know I, he, I know who Lady is. Okay, but you know I who know. Lady. That's exactly the question I was going to ask you. <laughs> <laughs> I know who Lady is. Um, I forget what the last episode was. I saw uh, JD as a kid. 
um turk and carl about to have their second kid mm-hmm. um i think i'm like halfway through but yeah it's been a it's been a good run yeah it's <laughs> it, it is my favorite last episode of all time i don't count the interns as a season a lot of people don't as yeah. i've been hearing like it's well it's just... supposed to be a different show it is supposed to be a spinoff it is uh, not really? technically yeah it is joni loves chachi nobody gets that reference oh <laughs> so i mean dodgeballs can be good I was thinking it could have been like The Flash, but apparently you're saying it's Joni Love Chachi. Yeah, it's like the first episode of uh, the the intern season is the first episode of Scrubs, like where the the new doctor has the patient that they believe convinced they've convinced them to quit smoking and they haven't. That is the exact same episode <laughs> that they do in, but it's drinking. Like it's okay. It's just beat for beat the same episode. It's like <laughs> um. This is truly just a waste of time. <laughs> I guess that's why it's only one season. Yeah, it's it's real bad. Uh, but yeah, I'm not going to think about the last episode of Scrubs too much because I will cry. It's so good. Uh, so yeah, enjoy that ride. I'm sorry it's almost over because it's so good. Um, what's your favorite episode so far? I'll talk about Scrubs all day. <laughs> Honestly, my favorite, I think, was The Wizard of Oz or... I like the episode, and I can't... I don't know if this is like enough description it was when there were three patients who got a donor organ from a girl who died from rabies oh yes yeah that's dr cox breaks down the end it, yeah like i thought that was such like a yeah that's a heart-wrenching episode too for seasons because of the girl the actress she was in it for a while she was in it for a while the girl from mad tv and there's also oh, yeah. uh this big thing that dr cox is the only doctor that's never killed somebody mm-hmm. yeah and and, and, he, and there's a scene where he's like, I am the exception that makes the rule. Everyone will kill someone someday. And then, like, it's not till a few seasons later that all that stuff goes down. It's so good. And he says, like, oh, he could have waited for that liver. Like, yeah, oh, it's, it's it is heartbreaking. Yeah. But it's like I, just the fact that a show can make me do that, mm-hmm. like really just tug at the heartstrings. I haven't felt that way. And it's going to sound sad since the end of The Office, the season fina- series oh, finale. That is what we are currently watching. I'm not so going to say anything. Don't say it. Anything. Not gonna say anything more. Uh, but uh, my favorite episode is the janitor episode, where it's everything from the janitor's point of view. Uh, yeah, okay, I like that one yeah. Too. Especially because I watched it in college with you. We were like sitting <laughs> next to each other, watching it, and just talking about how much we like Scrubs. And then it ended, and we're like, "Oh, <laughs> mm, I, mm, I want to go play video games." <laughs> How about you, William? What have you been watching? I watched Solo, colon, a Star Wars story. <laughs> I, re- I liked it. I really liked it. I don't get... like That's basically the review I've gotten from everybody. I haven't not, seen it it's yet. It's not due... It I mean, I guess it just came out. But all the articles are like, flop! Yeah. Like, I saw like, yeah, like, but like it didn't make what they projected. Yeah. Which, that bar is incredibly high. <laughs> Yeah, considering that Deadpool was two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and then Avengers was before. I just that, like the other Star Wars movies are either the oh. the massive release, like the you know the trilogy, or uh, Rogue One, which was is my favorite Star Wars movie. Yeah, but uh, I like so, but I it's a heist movie, mm-hmm. and I love heist movies. Love a good heist movie. It's a in kind of a western too. I thought it was really good. I hated that. Wait, what's oh, no, no, go ahead, go ahead. They uh they. Early on, it's not like a spoiler. They they did the dumb prequel, like they'll like come up with a reason for someone's name being something. Okay, like this happens in other movies, and it's always terrible. Don't do it. 
because he like he he's enrolling into the flight academy and they're like what's your name and he's like han and they're like han what and he's like uh, just han and they're like who are your people he's like i don't have people and they're like okay han solo i was like oh come on oh, really i uh, hate you i i kind of hate stuff like that too. yeah but um, that was probably the worst i loved part. it in rogue one but that was fine but... the, uh, so yeah so immediately i'm I, well, I'll well go because back. that wasn't a character. Yeah, that was. <laughs> hey, the ship's a character. Well, yeah. it was a. I don't have a name. Rogue One. One. <laughs> um, I was gonna ask. So this is the review that I heard. It's very common. They say it wasn't so much a good Star Wars movie as it was a good like action like. But that's like a movie, like a fun movie. Fu- yeah. Like it it's didn't fine. have the flavor of Star Wars. Though. Right. It, you know what? I I think the reason I liked it. I hate like lightsabers and Jedi. Like get it. Get it out of my Star Wars movie. Your hokey space religion. Yeah. And this didn't have none of it. Not <laughs> it a, did not have none of not it. Not none lightsabers. <laughs> none lightsabers. No, none of it? Well, attack, there was one lightsaber, and there's a giant reveal at the end, and I don't know how I feel about it. I know. I haven't seen it, but I know the you reveal. You know the reveal, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know a lot of people like the hashtag Star Wars spoiler that yeah. I keep seeing on Twitter. It's like, there's a hashtag Star Wars spoiler that's pretty good, but yeah, I heard that it's it's fun. Yeah. Like, if it wasn't on the feats of gods of Star Wars, that people would enjoy it. No, it was good. Yeah, it was great. All the characters, everybody's great in it. Uh, I forget the guy that plays Han Solo. <laughs> Very memorable. That Germany German name he has. Harrison Ford. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> uh, Chewbacca. Yeah. <laughs> Which they have a new Chewbacca, a new giant man. Newbacca. Yeah, there's a Newbacca. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Woody Harrelson was phenomenal. Amelia Clark, mm-hmm. I think it was is her name, was great. Yeah, it's a good movie. Oh, Donald Glover, though. Oh, Lando. he's so good. I heard he was really good Are as you Lando. Okay? Do you want to see a Lando movie? Because that's what they're yeah. saying. Yeah, he'd be great. All right. And you know what? Not one Boba Fett shows up, and that was I'm very <laughs> happy no about Fett. that. That upset me. <laughs> Why? They would ruin it. What, Boba Fett? Yeah, anything they do Boba is just going to ruin Where? <laughs> Anything they do is going to ruin Boba Fett. I think he should have accidentally bumped into him and had him fall. Like, it's just what they do. <laughs> yeah, he just like, hits it's his, his jetpack, and he's like, oh, come on. <laughs> what about Greedo? Oh, Greedo I would have loved. That should have been the reveal. solo. <laughs> <laughs> Greedo wearing high heels. <laughs> Greedo, one day I will shoot you. Not if I shoot you first. <laughs> and then turn to camera. <laughs> George Lucas. Guys, we should write the, a Star Wars movie. There's a phenomenal Han shooting first in the in Solo. Oh, really? It's, they reference it? Well, I mean, they it hasn't ha- that one hasn't happened yet, but there's a part where Han shoots a person before he gets shot, and it's so good. All right. I definitely I do want to see it. It's just it's, it's lower on the list of things that <laughs> I saw I haven't seen Deadpool. I saw yeah, Solo I, I, first. I saw Deadpool too. <laughs> All right, go on. Uh I loved it. Uh, it's upsetting. <laughs> the, 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 like I thought, the beginning of it was really upsetting. Like dark, in, like in le- a violent way, in a gross way. Uh, like upsetting, like you were upset that the movie went that, there. That, or? That's the story they chose to oh, tell. Oh, I got you. Okay. Uh, and I'm like, you know, no spoilies. Mm-hmm. But uh, there was definitely a moment of like, Deadpool, you're better than this. Come on. Uh, and then I hate the fact that we now have to have a debate, and again, no spoilies, of whether or not the after credit scene is canon. Okay. Because there's several after credit <laughs> scenes. 
Uh, is, is this where all the cameos I hear about happen? No. Okay. There's, they're, they're, they're sprinkled throughout. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some nice little ones you have to yeah, pause there's, for. There's some real good ones in this. Uh, but th- there's some really nice touches to this. Uh, there's some great callbacks to the first one. And uh, they do a great job of the first movie was a love story. And this one's a family film. So I hope that they keep that trend of like this next movie is going to be you know horror movie. <laughs> no, I, not, no, I think He's next. Talking. Yeah, I was actually going to say talking dog movie. <laughs> well, there is a Deadpool dog. Exactly. You know? That I think that's the next logical dog step. Pool, yeah. is, is to do dog pool. They should do the whole Deadpool core. I don't know if I want to go that far. Kid pool, lady Deadpool, head pool. I know I like all of that, <laughs> uh, but I think if the next one is like. The, the theme is like Babe. Like it's just, it's a talking animals movie. I would love it. If George Miller directed it, I would like it. But uh, I'm also super excited to put together my Zeitgeist cosplay because I look like that guy. You do. I know. <laughs> it's so good. Wow. And I was like, I just have to buy a green thing and a shirt and a magic marker to draw some tattoos. One Perfect. thing I want to say about Zeitgeist, I'm surprised they didn't make a Pennywise or It reference when he was there. Yeah, they really could. Oh, is it? A, it's a it's a Skarsgård. It's a Skarsgård. It's yes. Pennywise. Yeah, and I'm. It's the really guy surprised. who looks like me. <laughs> Really surprised they didn't do that kind of reference. They called. Yeah. I mean, they called Cable Thanos. Like, yeah, they did do that, which <laughs> super appreciate. Yeah, there's a lot of like references to other superhero movies that was like, wow. Usually, you just pretend that stuff doesn't exist, but no, they. Well, that's what he does. It's, it's really fun. Uh, I I think the greatness of Deadpool two will depend on its sequel, because because of that after credit scene. Okay. Like, like like it will be judged by what happens next. Okay. Uh, uh, whether or not the events of this movie are worth it. Uh, so that's my really weird vague yeah. review that is spoilies free. Uh, and we're going to throw it back down to Alex and ask what you're reading. Uh, right now I am reading a book. It's called The Helm of Darkness. Um, it's actually written by a fellow uh, indie author. She's releasing it officially on Sunday. Um, and I'm doing like a pre-reading. She read Dodger Story and reviewed it. So I'm reading this for her and reviewing it for her. Um, yeah, Helm of Darkness. It's I love Greek mythology. So oh, it's yeah. kind of like all the take of Percy Jackson, like mixing like the modern world with Greek mythology, and it's fun. It's a great like young adult novel. Um, has the action, has the Greek myths sprinkled in it. Definitely a fun read so far. That sounds awesome. And I heard Percy Jackson is hit or miss, or that we're too old for it. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So <laughs> maybe this will be something that I gravitate towards more. <laughs> What was it called again? So, so I can. It's called it Helm of Darkness. Helm of Darkness. And it's by uh, my friend Ali Mobley. Okay. Check it out. I feel like I've come across this at like a book fair. Well, it hasn't come out yet. So you're a liar. Maybe you've seen it on Facebook because she's been like promoting it, like the what? release coming up. D- d- like, is this her first book? Yeah. Oh, well, then, then I don't know what I'm thinking about. <laughs> 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 the name sounded really familiar. I'm sorry. Sorry, everyone. It's all right. <laughs> Bill, what do you read? I finished Dune. You said you didn't like it anymore. <laughs> I struggled through it because the cool thing, the problem I've had with all the, because I told you, I'm trying to get through the classic sci-fi stuff that kind of 
created all modern sci-fi okay. tropes and ideas. And it, it is nice to pick out, like, oh, that's where the better book or better movie got its idea from. Like, oh, that's where this better yeah, story got its idea from. Because it did, like, create a lot of You like finding work. where Dune inspired Dune? Yes. <laughs> gotcha. Dune 2000. <laughs> so did you only finish the first book or, like, the series? I've only finished the first book. It, was, it got to be a slog towards the end. Yes. I liked the beginning. Uh, Paul's becoming an om- omnipotent or omniscient being that could see the future which made him a dick yeah and a jerk to women <laughs> so but the the thing that i got hung up on and i realized the importance of naming uh people the right way in a sci-fi movie because you get away with some stuff like a luke skywalker luke's like a real name yeah but that's a fine uh what i discovered you can't name a character is jeff yeah jeff is jeff is wrong <laughs> Like when you have Paul Atreides, the Quizix Harderock, and then Jeff, who used to work at Blockbuster. I can see that as being a problem. No last name at all. Yeah, it's just Jeff. The Padishan Emperor and Jeff, who don't drink no snooty beer. Jeffrey? No, please, Jeff. (laughs) You gotta get to my spaceship, Jeffrey. It's just Jeff. That's what I learned from Dune. Uh, I believe the Alex Perlman review of the sequels were, uh, if you want to read them, download them illegally, and then delete them. <laughs> That's how bad they are. Uh, real quick, uh, hi, ninjas. Uh, there's a bunch of ninjas in oh, the they're chat. They're all united, too. Yes, That's frightening. Yes, United Ninja Front has just shown up in the chat. Uh, I finished uh, Heel on the Shovel. The, we oh, had, nice. We had some independent uh, comic book creators in, and uh, I read their first book, uh, Dodger's Doorway, of course, was episode eight. I haven't gotten around to it. But these guys were on two weeks ago, and okay. I read it. <laughs> All right. I'm out. No! <laughs> to be honest, I don't own a copy of Dodger's Doorway. I only give it away. Uh, Five years later. I read, I read Cube Sleuth. That was pretty good. Oh, did you read Cube Sleuth? Yeah. I, I, never, I haven't gotten around to that one either. That was another independent That's book. That's Dave Teruso, yeah. right? Yeah, Dave Teruso's book. But not it. me. You know, five years, you know me. <laughs> you don't. It's, no, eight, no, we met in 2010. Eight years we've yeah, known, we've known each, each other. Yeah, we've known each other for eight years. The, the book's only been around for five years. I can't be held responsible for the three years your book didn't exist that I didn't read it. <laughs> you can be as mad as you want about these five years, though. <laughs> I'm going to be. This is. I'll get to it. I'll get you back on in episode All 487. Right. <laughs> and we'll talk about Just Dr. Storway. You gotta finish the series. Yeah, I don't. I gotta know if the whole thing's good. <laughs> yeah, before I'll read it. But I read volume one of uh, "Heel on the Shovel," and uh, it's it's good. It's not what I expected it to be. There's a there's way too much nudity in it. Mm. Well, like, they did say that. Yeah, like page one, I was like, whoa. Uh, but the the part that really stuck out to me is there's a moment where two kids are playing in the sand, and the little boy's like, "Let's play house." And the little girl's like, I don't want to do that. And he's like, no, nah, it'll be fun. I'll be the daddy and you be the mom. And he's like, okay, well, I have to go to work. And the little girl goes, yeah, so do I. <laughs> like, it's tough. We have a lot to do. <laughs> and, like, they have this, like, long discussion about how they both have to go to work. And the little boy eventually just goes, all right, fine. It's Sunday. I don't have work today. And the little girl goes, I, I still do. <laughs> Which I thought was wonderful. <laughs> so it was very entertaining. Uh, it's not something you can read in public, but I greatly enjoyed it. Uh, so we're running a little bit low on time, so I'm going to ask you, what are you playing, Alex? 
Uh, right now, I'm almost finished Dante's Inferno for PlayStation 3. Whoa, you were way back. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm still on PS3, but... Did you, yeah. Did you not like it? <laughs> I, I like retellings. Like, yeah. I think it's cool. Like, it's a retelling of the Dante, uh, the Divine Comedy, but it is just like a bastardized God of War. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Um, I think that was the advertising. The, the conceit <laughs> is that no one's ever tried to not die before. Yeah, like, <laughs> everyone else has just accepted. It. Homeboy dies. Grim Reaper shows up. He's like, "Not today!" and takes his scythe. And he's like, "Oh, you can't do that." <laughs> That's pretty much. Ah, the man, I did it though. I did. I got it right here. <laughs> well, I guess you got a video game. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm almost finished, and not probably not something I want to play again. But <laughs> yeah, it's it's a button masher. It's a button yeah. masher. Poor man's God of War. Yes, but but same price. <laughs> well, I mean, I think I paid like 15 because I got used on Amazon. That's and, a good choice. <laughs> and you can shoot crosses at people and very violent where you start killing babies. Like they're supposed to Ooh. like, yeah, you kill babies. They're supposed to represent like aborted babies. Yeah, that's, I also didn't like the take on it. That's awkward. <laughs> As someone that's playing God of War at the moment, there, there's no way I could go back to any previous game. <laughs> Gotta have a kid. God, yeah. If you're more fulfilled now, life's more. <laughs> yeah. Boy. <laughs> boy. Dad of boy. It's, Dad of boy. Oh, God. It's so good. And, and like, there's a lot of me just yelling at my son while I play. Boy. Is there, like, an actual button that says boy? There, there's a button that makes him shoot his bow and arrow. Okay. Which is cool. Uh, but, like... I'm at a part of the game where he's real mad at me, and oh, it's, no. it's real rough. It's real rough going. He'll uh, forgive you eventually. He's going I through puberty. So. I mean, you're killing gods, and he's yeah. just, mm-hmm. Dad, why you got to be like he this? He doesn't yeah. understand, and you know, I just, I just want what's best for him. How many gods uh, are left? He, like I said, like I don't think I've told you this yet. <laughs> I don't know why I said like I said. It's no longer a Greek game. It's uh, he's moved Norse. on to kill new it's Norse. It's Norse gold. So it's all about Thor. So he's and... killing them. Yeah, well, I don't exactly like that. Them. So is he just a Jesus allegory? Uh, like at the end of this, is he going to be the one Christian god? He he certainly was in the first game, and he's got a, a kid now. Uh, I don't know enough about the story. There's still so many mysteries. I don't mysteries. know enough about, about the, the Bible. Yeah. Just a quick thing. I, I've read some online how originally the plan for this new game, the God of War 4, Dad of War, whatever, was he was going to team up with Thor and I guess like some prominent hero from Egyptian mythology. Those three were going to team up and like... A cat, probably. Probably, just yeah. a cat. And Become God Force? And then the game ends with them following a star and the star was going to take them to Jesus. They were going to be the three wise men. Oh. I read that. See, you said star. I was like, they're going to fight the Scientology guy. <laughs> Don't know his name. but L. Ron Hubbard. Oh, yeah, yes. they're going to fight that, that dead SOP. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to an audiobook about him. He's a terrible person. That that was the original plan, was that they were going to fight L. Ron Hubbard, uh, <laughs> but they were going to have L. Ron Hubbard be played by Jet Li, and he's straight for L. Can't do it now. <laughs> Is it time to go? So, <laughs> you, so what are you playing? Uh, yeah, William, what are you, what are you playing? Uh, I, I played Fortnite, but I don't, I don't have anything. It's fun. Before it gets sued and taken down? Yep, exactly. <laughs> Were you good at it? No, no, I'm not good at most video <laughs> yeah, games. Good at it. Uh, well, there were people that were better than me <laughs> and angry at me, so I assumed <laughs> they were good. Uh, 
literally the only time I did well in Fortnite. I didn't know I was playing on squads. <laughs> and I was I just went in alone with no squad and I came in second and I was like, Why is everybody working as a team? <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's my Fortnite story. Uh <laughs> Anything else you want to add about Fortnite before we no, move on? I really thought I'd get a bit out of it, but I was like, this is an okay game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this happened. <laughs> All right. But that Jeff. Oh. <laughs> Jeff. Is he in the game? Yeah. Oh, Jeff, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we end all of our podcasts with a game. Uh, this is the new game that we play on the show. Uh, we like to play a game called MetaFight. Uh, you and Will will engage in a uh, debate. Oh. But the debate is not in your own hands. You will pick a number, and you will have to defend whatever thing comes up. I have a list of 100 names here, and you're going to have to defend whoever comes up. Oh, God, it's, I hope it, I know who this is. It's very Oh, yeah, it's rough when you don't. It's, it, yeah, the rules are never give up, and, <laughs> and good luck. Oh, is it like a category or just like any? Well, what I'm going to ask you is... Uh, who would win in a boxing match? Okay. It's, it's, it's specifically okay. a boxing match. Will, pick a number between 1 and 100. Mm, 100. Number 100, all the way at the bottom, <laughs> is BoJack Horseman. Okay. <laughs> all right. They're right. BoJack <laughs> Horseman. <laughs> New Gently. Uh, Alex, pick a number. 19. Number 19. Number 19 is Leroy Jenkins. All right. All right. Leroy Jenkins versus Bojack Horseman in a boxing match. Uh, your opening argument, Will. Uh, oh, man. I was going to say he's fit, but he's not. That was all <laughs> CGI. <laughs> I mean, he is a horse. He does start. He does some jogging. That's cardio. I bet he's got reach. He's very tall. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'll go with that. I'll right. Opening statements. Alex. Okay, Leroy Jenkins has confidence, okay? He's not afraid. <laughs> he just shouts out that battle cry and just charges in, doesn't give a damn. I mean, he does get killed by a bunch of wormlings. But, I mean, he lasted pretty long. I mean, it was kind of like, <laughs> and he said, at least he had chicken. It's true, he did have, he did have chicken. chicken. He did have chicken. I mean, he, just <laughs> the fact he just went in guns a-blazing, like I think confidence is definitely like at least like fifty one and a half percent. Ooh, all right. It's always good to throw in statistics in a debate. <laughs> it's true. I don't think Bojack would be able to feel any of the punches though, because he's gonna be so drunk and drugged up, and he's got a lot of demons that are just gonna fuel that rage. <laughs> That's a good point. True, true. I think Leroy is also a master of the psychological warfare. <laughs> Because, okay, the confidence for one thing. I mean, he's playing online. When you play online, you learn to be very nasty to people. I mean, you're dealing with eight hours of people calling your mother a whore. So he's <laughs> he's definitely, he kn- definitely knows. You're not wrong, like, but don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely knows how to dig into your uh, your deepest insecurities or fears or I think, I think I, Leroy's. I think what's going to happen is that he's going to see Leroy. He's going to think he's a jerk. He's going to kill him in the boxing match, and then it's going to turn out that he was like fighting for charity, and he was going <laughs> to cure cancer, <laughs> and then Bojack just dissolves into a deep hole Ooh, of drunkenness right. and sadness. Well, that's what I've learned so from Bojack. He's going to get Thanos. <laughs> Thanos, excuse me. <laughs> Any closing argument, Alex? Um, I just think at least Leroy has his chicken. <laughs> all right, all right. Win or lose, he <laughs> has Feel his chicken. Feel free to weigh in on the ch- in the chat. Uh, on <laughs> Bojack versus. Uh, I I think you both had very good arguments. 
uh, in my opinion, uh, going back and forth, playing to the strengths of the characters. Uh, but I think that the the deciding blow was the plot armor of Bojack having the chance to do something successfully and immediately getting just, torn down, yep. uh, being more likely. And I think that was a better argument than has chicken. So I mean, that was Leroy's argument, so I respect it. <laughs> so I'm going to give the first point to Will. We'll play to two because we're running a little bit late here. Uh, so uh, let's do... Um, uh, let's do who would win a, a triathlon, which is biking, running, <laughs> a lot of physical stuff, this and, time. and swimming. Oh, of course, yes, yeah. Who would win a triathlon? Uh, Alex, you can pick first this time. Uh, give me number one. Nice. Number good... one at the top is Mr. Hyde. Hmm. Okay. Mr. Hyde, star of Dodgers Doorway. <laughs> Mr. Hyde. Uh, the the the. Chad agreed with my bow nice. choice, which is important to bring up. <laughs> uh, we'll go ahead and pick a number. I'm going to go with number 69. What's up? What's up? Yeah. <laughs> Numbers <Dr>. jingle. <laughs> Numbers. <laughs> nah, it's always great. <laughs> no, number 69 is the caterpillar from Alice in Wonderland, star of Dodger's <laughs> Doorway. <laughs> All these characters from my books, I mean. I know what's up. I make these lists with a very careful. Even though you haven't read my book in five years. No, or ever. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> Surprised you knew Mr. Hyde was yeah, in it. Let's gang up you. on Noah. <laughs> uh, so, Alex, why, why would uh, Mr. Hyde win a triathlon? Um, okay, so apparently, he, like, I, I don't remember that much, but I think he smells a lot. So, like, maybe, like, the other competitors will want to stay away from him, so they'll fall on the wayside oh, while he he's, like, a stench. Ahead. Like, yeah. smelling things is not his hobby. He, yeah, he's not like a wolverine. He's, no, he, he personally smells. He's, he's in the act he's, of smelling. He stinks. Line. He stinks. He stinks. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so, I think, like, everyone else is going to want to stay away from him, so they'll fall behind, and he kind of takes the lead. Um, and I think he's, like, a big guy, isn't he? So, like, I think he has, like, long strides, and he's got, like, that animal, like, Animal uh, instinct and like probably goes on all fours and gotcha. see nobody nobody one caterpillars have like a million feet just, just knocks your four feet right out of there and <laughs> okay. nobody's gonna be able to smell Mister Hyde over that dank cush that that caterpillar is puffing. <laughs> <laughs> all right, <laughs> just negates your stink argument entirely. Yeah. <laughs> all right, your rebuttal, Alex. <laughs> all right, um, I mean. <laughs> I was going to say, isn't the Caterpillar like a little too stoned to want to commit to a triathlon? You feel like he's not that committed. He'd probably just want to like stay at the starting line and like tell riddles or, that's you a good know, point. I think that's all he'd want to do. I don't think he's motivated enough to want to do the biking, running, swimming. But what if he starts spinning some silk and then he turns into a beautiful butterfly and finishes the race? Just in time, a la Tortoise in the Hair. <laughs> the hide in the caterpillar. <laughs> Classic story. <laughs> Classic fairy tale. Um, I mean, <laughs> are we assuming that <laughs> he's smoking something that lets him spin and metamorphose into yeah, a Yeah, he's a puffing butterfly? that sweet cotton. <laughs> what are you talking about? Isn't that slang for, for vaping? He's vaping, vaping now. weed. Puffing cotton, the cotton, because it looks like cotton when it comes out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Closing arguments. 
Um, I'm gonna say that Mr. High. <laughs> Mr. High. Oh no! Oh no! You okay? He has his hair in my mouth. It's Mr. Hyde. <laughs> oh, no, no. He got you. He got, got me. Yeah, he got you. Or it's that good cotton or whatever. <laughs> sweet, <laughs> sweet cotton. Um, I'm just going to say that Mr. Hyde, maybe everyone's going to be chasing him with pitchforks because they're like, ah, you were committing crimes and we're going to get you. So he's got like a mob kind of going after him, chasing after him. I think that's definitely going to motivate him to get as far away from them as possible. Gotcha. Good motivation. All right, Will, closing argument? Uh, Butterfly was the best I had. <laughs> <laughs> He's a fat old caterpillar. <laughs> Voiced by Snape. Uh, <laughs> I think I got to give that one to Alex. All right. Uh, oh. Because I didn't understand a lot of Will's argument. <laughs> it's because you're not hip with the lingo. <laughs> it, was, it was a little bit confusing. <laughs> And so be it. Uh, all right. Uh, so, <laughs> all right. Tiebreaker. Uh, Tiebreaker. Uh, final question. Uh, yes. Uh, who is more likely to win a Nobel Peace Prize? Hmm. We'll pick a number. Uh, thirteen. Number thirteen. Uh, number thirteen is Barney the dinosaur. Oh come on, that's a gimme. Barney Perfect. the dinosaur. Perfect. All right, I'm gonna say sixty-six. Sixty-six. Do it. 66. That's so far down. Uh, 66 is the polar bear from Lost. Mm. So Barney the Dinosaur versus the polar bear from Lost trying to get a Nobel Peace Prize. Will? I I mean, Barney has always been an advocate of peace and friendship and love. Uh, He's spent his career teaching children uh, to not fight and to stand up to bullies. And I think these all are worthy of a Nobel Peace Prize. All right, all right. Good opening argument, Alex. I think the polar bear on Lost <laughs> presents a great argument for global warming. Yes, <laughs> really hoping you do that. I mean, why is the polar bear on the island? You know, we're arguing. I mean, that's the only thing I could think of. Like, I was gonna say he eats bad people, but no, he's. I mean, why? Why is he on the island? Like, I even I I, I watched the series and I still don't know why he was on there unless no it was something to do with climate control. <laughs> He's he's going to spur the Senate or the government or whoever's in charge of this to start researching. And yeah. And yeah. Will, rebuttal? Uh, <laughs> it was a really good argument. <laughs> nah. He wins. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Yeah, I'm blown away by yeah, that argument. Alex Reale, you oh, win. Man. Congratulations. All right. Fantastically argued. Uh, anything you, you want to plug uh, before we we say goodbye? I think I plugged everything. My book. Yeah, do uh, it again. <laughs> Where can we get that book? You can get my book on Amazon.com. Uh, just search my name, Alessandro Reale, or Dodger's Doorway. You might Only... just find it at Barnes and Noble. <laughs> it's just hanging on the yeah, shelf. Could just be something. <laughs> might not scan. I can't guarantee you'll be able to buy it. <laughs> yeah, they but might it just might give it to you. Um, uh, ben Fiddler's artwork, obviously, and my friend Ali's book, Helm of Darkness. Yes, which I've read. <laughs> He's definitely right. That isn't even released yet, but my good. book's been out for seven years. Real good. I recommend it to everyone. He recommends it to people on Reddit. Won't read yes, it I do. I do. I recommend it to Reddit all the time. Uh, but I have not read it. Will, anything to add? No, not, not this time. <laughs> Caterpillar, Mr. Hyde. Caterpillar, Mr. Hyde. His new book. You, you said Mr. Hyde one time, Did and I'm really? very sad we didn't capitalize on that. <laughs> Dang it. 
Uh, be sure to give us five stars on iTunes, five stars on Stitcher. Vote for us on podcastland.com. Make us the podcast of the month. We're now available on Wildfire Radio, Spotify, and YouTube. So be sure to like, comment, and subscribe there. And also, if you want to join us live in the chat like these ninjas are, uh, we are Plus Two Comedy on Twitch, and we start recording around eight-ish. It fluctuates. Uh, upcoming shows include, uh, oh my gosh, it's already going to be June. Uh, on the 7th, we have the host of Dear Goddesses, a show at Good Good Comedy. Thank you so much for listening, and thank you to Net Neutrality for still existing, especially in California, and keeping the show possible. This is the Plus Two County Podcast. Thank you guys so much. Right.